This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 25th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. In a unanimous ruling, the Supreme Court has said that the police need a warrant to search the digital contents of your cell phone. The Cato Institute filed briefs in the pair of cases decided at the high court today. Cato Supreme Court Review Editor Ilya Shapiro comments on today's ruling. What did the Supreme Court say here? Nine to nothing seems fairly decisive, but what's uh, what's in the weeds there? That's the surprise here. Uh, most people expected the government to lose, at least on the broad point that the police can search all of your cell phone information when they when they arrest you. Uh, and typically when there's a broad opinion, it's a splintered court. Uh, when it's a unanimous opinion, it's, it's a pretty narrow ruling. Here, we have a very clear uh, signal that says police cannot search the digital information stored on cell phones of people they arrest without a warrant, full stop. Um, that's, that's pretty big, and it's very clear. It will certainly have huge ramifications in terms of police procedures. Um, I'm not sure it will ultimately harm law enforcement uh, that much uh, because if indeed the police have probable cause to believe that there's evidence of criminality on the phone, they can get that warrant. It's not like the phone is about to explode. Uh, and indeed, if the police have information that the po- phone is about to explode, then they can search it. I guess what what was the key argument here? The government uh, made several uh, claims that, for example, the police should be able to uh, uh, search uh, types of information that have an analog in the pre-digital age. So uh, address books or photos uh, or um, reminder notes, these sorts of things. But of course, as Chief Justice Roberts points out for the unanimous courts. Uh, few of us carry around our entire personal libraries, medical records, financial records, uh, you name it, photo albums, video collections with us uh, all the time, which is what phones are. So it's not a matter of the law having to change as technology changes. Uh, but when you consider the Fourth Amendment's protections for personal uh, effects uh, and papers, just as the government can't go and search your home automatically if they arrest you, um, they can't search all of your papers and effects uh, without independent probable cause. Um, and, and that's about it. It's, it's, it's a, you know, whenever you have sort of new developments in society, courts have to grapple with how to uh, establish uh, or how to apply previously established law. And so here we're talking about, you know, are our phones simply a different kind of physical object that you can search the container uh, within the container, as, as one of the Supreme Court's presidents said, or is it something different? And, and here the court, I think, correctly found um, that this is uh, something new. And again, they can search the physical phone to see if there's razor blades hidden between the battery and the phone and things like this, or if there's some emergency, like they know that if they don't get access to the information, there's a bomb that's going to go off or a kid's been kidnapped, something like that. You know, the, the same sorts of exceptions to the warrant requirement that we normally have. Um, but I think the court generally uh, got it right. And the, the government, uh, again, but, but the governments of both California and the United States lost unanimously because there's no real justification for the police to have access to all of this uh, information simply because they arrested you is not enough. And uh, a phone does more than even the sum total of uh, these records. The phone reaches into other bins when when you're using it. That was another aspect of the opinion. Indeed, you could. Uh, there are things to which there are no pre-digital analogs, like internet searches, which could tell you a lot about the person. Have they been visiting WebMD quite a bit? Have they been looking at 
um, you know, Wikipedia money laundering or, or, you know, lots of different things like that. And some of those searches might be saved in the cloud. So with this device, it's not just now that you're searching the actual container and what it, quote unquote, uh, 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 contains, uh, but uh, out into the cloud, uh, the whole universe of information potentially, or at least that which this individual has ever uh, has ever looked at. That that uh, did scare the court uh, a little bit. Uh, and again, Chief Justice Roberts says, um, you know, if it's so important for the police to look at these things, typically they don't look at them for hours anyway until they get back to the station and, you know, eventually they get around to looking at the phone. But if it's so important uh, and they have probable cause, then they can get a warrant as with anything else. What do you see as the implications here? Because we have a lot of issues related to personal effects that are in fact being collected all the time under the third party doctrine and other other things. Well, there was a positive reference to Maryland versus Smith, uh, which is the 1978 case um, on which the third par- party doctrine rests. So I don't think that's going anywhere. Um, I think uh, you know this is a criminal justice uh, type of opinion. So people who are trying to read tea leaves about what it might say to a, an eventual NSA-related case, I don't think are going to get very far because the justifications for intelligence, you know, rightly or wrongly, I think the court is going to look at differently than what justifications police need in investigating a criminal justice matter for potentially using that evidence in court to convict the person. Alito, of course, joined the nine-to-nothing majority, but wrote a separate concurrence. Is there anything notable about that? It's it's a short point. He wanted to uh, say that if Congress or state legislatures crafted different types of rules, uh, rebalancing the interests between privacy and law enforcement in a slightly different way, Alito said that he might uh, reconsider um, uh, how this new doctrine applied in, in that case. So he doesn't want to necessarily shut the door. But as the case was presented to the court, he did agree with the majority unanimous opinion. Ilya Shapiro is editor of Cato's annual Supreme Court Review. Join us on Constitution Day for a broad discussion of the Supreme Court's most recent term. Learn more at Cato.org.